Ha! Are you dragging when you wake up? Or do you enjoy a nice cup of coffee? Well, don't worry, because we now have an official sponsor that's going to crack that ass and attack those taste buds to the fullest. Hold Fast Coffee Company has graciously reached out and decided to sponsor the Hill Turn Collective as a whole. So with that being said, use the promo code HILLTURN20 to get 20% off of your purchase. Help us help you. You are listening to the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network. I hate both of you ebony and ivory motherfuckers. I tell you... What up, bitches? It's Word Up or Bird Up, episode number 12, now sponsored by the Hold Fast Coffee Company. Make sure you go to holdfastcoffeeco.com. Use that promo code HEELTURN20 and get 20% off your order today. With that being said, I am flagged by my esteemed co-host again this week, Jordan Dukes. What's going on, Jordan? It's your boy, Skinny Penis. And uh, yes, so Skinny Penis makes a return. We were conspicuous by our absence last week. Uh, just a life kind of took over a little bit last week, and you, we said, you know what? We need a little bit of a recharge, and that's where you know it all came out. What, what says you, Jordan, about missing last week's episode? I think uh, we've been we've been dropping uh, consistent heat week after week, and it was nice to you know pull the burners back a little bit, let everyone breathe, so we can just. You no know, fucking fuck them up with this episode. So yeah, I mean that's that's what we're gonna do. And boy, do we got a doozy today. Obviously, we're gonna talk about topics like we do every week. Give it the old word up or bird up. This week is probably just gonna be more discussion, uh, like we've had a couple of times in the archives. If you haven't checking out the past episodes, please do. Uh, they're all everywhere when you get all of your podcasts and everything is there. So make sure you're checking that out and rating the show as we go. And, and me and Jordan thought we would like kind of switch gears a little bit this week. Uh, obviously we go through topics and we talk about what we like, what we don't like. Uh, usually we give it the old, you know, bird up cause we're both pissed about everything. Uh, but this week, you know, we thought it'd be kind of cool. Um, kind of go back in the, in the time machine a little bit, kind of see, uh, where the seeds of all this got started. Look, uh, the support for the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network has been unbelievable. Like, we couldn't ask for, you know, better for the first three months, man. We're very excited about where we're at. Would you say you're excited about where we're at, Jordan? Oh, I'm stupid about it. I, the I mean, fact that The fact that this literally all started from four dudes playing PlayStation and to think, like, hey, maybe someone might listen to this or, like, Someone will give a damn enough about one of us to be like, hey, I'll check it out. Like, it seems interesting. The feedback and the viewers and everything, it's been, it's dope. The flock is growing. The the, mm-hmm. the network is growing. The Hill Turn Club as a whole is growing. You know, we, we finally, we have someone that has decided to uh, sponsor the collective. It's outstanding that from day one till day month three, it's insane the uh, participation or uh, viewership we've gained. It's great. Well, it's listenership, you dipshit. Yeah, whatever. But... You know what I mean. They, the flock knows what I mean. They're going to flip me off anyway, yeah. so flock knows what I mean. Jesus Christ. So make sure you're using that hashtag, join the flock, whenever you're listening to Word Up or Bird Up on Twitter. Let us know. Um, I mean, in, in more recent news, Jordan, you know, uh, before we kind of dive into the show today, I will tell you that I deleted my Facebook today, and here's why. I'm going to fucking tell you why I've been putting up with this shit for too long. The social media, the social media soldier is taking a step back. Wait a minute. Breaking news. Yes. So I'm taking a step back. Here's why. Uh, I cannot fucking like, look, um, I'm going to go on a little bit of soapbox rant here. Just deal with me uh, while I do this. Um, So I cannot stand the type of hypocrisy I see on this shit. Like the type, I like people too much. There's a lot of people that I'm very close to that I like a lot that I refuse to disown because I like them. I think they're genuinely good people, but their fucking views are are just, I mean, just astronomically, just so out of touch and so off base. I just don't fucking understand it. And this isn't an argument about left versus right, things like that. Uh, what's going on in our world? You know, COVID's real, COVID's fake. 
racism's dead, racism not dead. It's it, it it all centers around a particular like I wish your political thoughts were illegal to like tell anybody. I wish that like it was illegal to tell anybody. Like whatever happened to like not telling people who you voted for? That was something that was real big in the fucking 70s or whatever in the 80s. We should go back to that, please. Because I'm so fucking sick. There's people, Jordan, that I've known for 20 goddamn years. 20 years. And for for some reason, they they call me liberal Lance, you know? <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm a liberal because I believe that, I'm sorry, I believe gay people should be married. I believe a woman should have the choice to, with her body to do whatever the fuck she wants. I think weed should be legal. I'm sorry. But these are fundamental things that shouldn't be surrounded in a presidential campaign. I, I don't. I just, my thing. I don't, I don't mean know. to cut you off, but like my thing is, is like the fact that that's considered like liberal to me. I think that's just common knowledge. Let people just fucking live. You know, why are we to tell any person what to do with their body, male or female? Who are we to say, hey, don't smoke that plant because you'll be on heroin next week? And no, like. If someone wants to smoke a little weed to fucking figure their life out and not be depressed or eat, fuck it. If a girl wants to do whatever she needs to be, get an abortion, take birth control, go to Planned Parenthood for any of those needs for a female, let her do so. But I don't feel like that's liberal. I feel like that's common sense because let's say – Let's say the same people that are judging these women for getting abortions, going to Planned Parenthood for any kind of, uh, you know, services. And let's say that's their wife. And let's say that. Now, this is this is a big hypothetical. The person that's complaining right now about these women. Let's say they pass away and their wife, their wife gets. uh, um, Taking advantage of and she gets pregnant. If that's not the way they're saying is it's not their choice to control their body or do what their body you're telling me that your wife should be able to keep that should have to have keep it? that baby in, in common sense, your answer is going to be no, but guess what? You're not going to say anything because guess what? You're doing the exact opposite of what you stand for. So like, can we just have common sense and like shut the fuck up and let people do what they want? I didn't mean to go on a little tangent there, but like I, I feel like this whole liberal thing, it's like I don't think you necessarily have to be liberal. I think it's just common sense and human that's, decency. Well, you would think so. You know, human decency is something that's always been kind of important to me. And it's something because I care about fucking people. And it just seems like like uh you know, there's an eight minute videotape of a police officer murdering somebody. We've talked that to death on this show. Okay. There's an eight minute video. And yet now there's reports coming out, uh, that he died of a fentanyl over George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. Yeah. And I've been telling you for months, George, you have, and you can back up on you this. Have. They are going to fucking walk, bro. They're going to walk. It's- and I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, if they walk, it's going to make OJ Simpson getting off look like fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Dude. They're going to burn that fucking city to the ground. They're going to make, they're literally going to just nominate OJ Simpson as the, the, what are they, the Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah. For murder. Because yeah. that just made what OJ Simpson look like nothing. And I get it. I get it from the standpoint of, um, I get it from the standpoint of like, uh, you know, police officers, it's hard to, there's a line that you're going to blur and shit. There's no fucking line here, man. It's, it's, it's on video. It's right and fucking funny. Yeah. You know, but these people are just like, well, did you know this guy's rap sheet was a mile fucking long? Okay. Did it deserve to fucking die? No. The answer is no. And all these people bring up this five-year-old kid. Fucking brutal murder. It sucks. That sucks, man. And if it was my kid, I'd be very fucking, like, I'd be terribly distraught, and I wouldn't know how to deal with it. But the guy was fucking arrested, arrested man. Immediately. That's the difference here. And why people can't fucking see that. Like, 
a, a guy, a friend of mine challenged me the other day. He goes, sign up to be a cop. I bet you can't. You're goddamn right I can't, and that's why I don't do it. That's why I don't fucking do it, because I don't have the temperament to do it. I don't. And a lot of these fucking guys are just the same way. I don't think every cop is bad, believe it or not. I've met a lot of cops that are all right dudes, you know. But if you're going to sit here and say, well, you know, rioting and rioting and protesting are the same thing, and you just label protesters as rioters when you know people on the quote-unquote liberal side of things are saying, well, like, these cops are bad, are we not going to do anything? And they're like, well, not all cops are bad. Well, not all fucking protesters are bad either, but you're doing the same goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, like it just. Ugh. My thing is, is they can look at the people that are outraged on the police brutality as rioters and looters, but when people are are going crazy, they're like, "We're quarantined and we're being controlled by the government to wear masks." So we show up to our state representative with weapons. That's not considered a fucking riot or a militia of course it's not because they're white you know they have their rights well we also have rights to uh assemble a group and have a demonstration just to show we are not okay with police brutality and it's been so bad for so long that it's like how do you how do you get to say what is a protest and what is a riot because well, last time I checked the friends that I have seen go to these protests did not have automatic or semi-automatic weapons they went with cameras and yep. it's it's just ridiculous because you're telling me that these people are standing up for human rights it's not even just like a racial they're standing up for human rights Police brutality is human rights. They're yeah. showing up with I mean, cameras. They're showing up to say, like, listen to what the fuck we're saying. Like, this is not okay. But then you have the right showing up because we are being controlled by the government. We're told to stay in the house. We're told to wear masks. We're being controlled. So let's show up with weapons. What yeah. is that? What does that do? Well, the fact does it show that you have a weapon? Fuck! If I show up with a knife, I'm dead. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that people like Tucker Carlson on fucking Fox News is like, "Can you blame this guy? Can you blame this kid for for murdering?" Yes, you can. Just don't fucking do it, you know. And we're not going to get into a a whole in depth conversation on this because we talked this to death. Just know that we both stand behind. The fact that you shouldn't police shouldn't be able to murder really they're not the judge, jury, and executioner. That's they're just not. And I understand you're putting you're putting predicaments where that sometimes gets skewed because you're like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. Well, I think that guy in Kenosha, Wisconsin, who's now paralyzed, there was a lot of ways to handle that. Um it, trust me, if you want to know how we feel about it, just go to our Twitter pages. I'm sure you'll find all kinds of shit on there. Oh yeah. But uh, this is reserved for something cool. I will say, though, before we kind of just dive in to what we're going to dive into today, I watched both the Democratic National Convention and the Republican National Convention. The final night is tonight. Uh, big old DT will be giving a speech. And I got to tell you, after watching both uh, conventions, we're so fucked. Um, we are so, so fucked. I have, I have a serious question about that. I think okay. The last time I watched anything like that, it was... 2008 and that yeah. was when Obama was doing his in the Democratic uh, National Convention mm-hmm. and uh, I watched that and that entire time I still had no idea what the fuck he was saying or any of the other um, politicians candidates but what did you take away from what you have seen so what I take away so so I, I'm being completely biased okay. completely biased okay the thing I took away from the Democrats is their plan for November is to trash Trump so that people will see how shitty of a person he is. The only issue with that is we already fucking know. We already know all this shit. All right. We already know. And Trump is losing a lot of his base. He is. He's fucking six, seven points down right now. And that's an impossible hill to climb. Okay. 
Here's why I think Trump's going to win in November. If you wanted, if you want an honest opinion, here's why I think Trump is going to win in November. And um, I, you know, brace yourself. You know, I know this isn't something that Jordan wants to hear, but I think Trump is going to win in November. Here's why. First of all, Joe Biden. I like Joe Biden. Joe Biden. He's been through a lot of fucking hurt in his life. You know, three of his kids are dead. You know what I'm saying? Like. Two of his kids. I'm sorry. He, he's when he was when he was younger. Uh, his wife was in a car accident, killed her and his baby daughter. Come on, man, that's fucked up, bro. Oh, and then his son, and his son just died of cancer a couple of years ago. You know, so this dude's been through some fucking hurt, man. So you can tell. You know, I think that Trump has the upper hand only because his base is going to be fucking furious over all this police shit, and they're going to be like, yeah. You're going to have to stick it for four more years because I think the voter turnout is going to be a lot bigger than what people think it is. And I'm not a political prognosticator. I'm not I'm not somebody that that watches a lot of this shit. But I just feel like growing up where I grew up, I feel like this country's never been more divided. I And my my father, Jordan, you know, my dad. Well, cowboy uh, my, yeah, cowboy Bob, my own father said. Today is worse than the civil rights movement in the 60s. Today is worse. What the fuck? And for your dad to say that, whoa. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, yes, we're not segregated and things like that. But at least in the 60s, all they did was unleash the hoses. Now they're just killing dudes. And it's not even it's not even fun. Like, it's not even like these guys look. And then everybody that that is so pro-police. And, and I get it, man. I don't think every cop is bad. I'm not in the uh, all cops are bastards camp. I'm not. I'm just, I'm sorry. This is the way I feel. I don't think they are all bastards. I think some of them want to do some fucking good. The thing is, though, you have to, we have to train these motherfuckers better, okay? And we have to train them. We have to give them longer training than what they have, you know? And that, but anyway, so the question was, what did I take away from it? From the DNC, I took away they're trying to trash Trump to the point where he's just irreconcilable. You can't fucking vote for this guy. The RNC, uh, first of all, this Puerto Rican woman, like, God bless her, man. First of all, she claims her mother was an immigrant from Puerto Rico. There's only one fucking issue with that. Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. It's been that way since 1900 or whatever. <laughs> so you're not an immigrant when you live in this fucking country, Okay. Not a fucking immigrant. Second of all, she yelled the entire time, which I don't I don't know what fucking point that served. Um, third, Trump has been trying to march out um, every like every like a whole spectrum of different kinds of people. You know, uh, you have some POCs on there. You have some women, which is hey man, smart play. But when six of your 12 key speakers last name is Trump, I don't know how effective it is. You know what I mean? This guy, uh, here's the thing. Here's the stark difference, okay? The Democratic National Convention had Barack Obama, had Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton. You know, right there, I just named two former presidents, two former first ladies, okay? You know how many of those guys are, uh, like, on the RNC? Zero. Zero people support this guy. And they said, you know, politically, and I get it. He's an outsider, blah, 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 blah. That's been fucking... That has been just smashed to death, by the way, also. And I don't know, man. Like, this is why I'm going to cut it off because I, I hate talking about this shit. But I will tell you, I think Trump's going to win in November because I think the turnout, I just think between in the next 70 days, it's going to be a lot of fucking back and forth. And I just think that people are going to be like, I Joe Biden's 78 fucking years old. 78 years old. The fuck's he gonna do in four years? You know, but isn't, what's his fuck? But isn't Trump I'm, like seventy two? Yeah, Trump's fucking old as hell too. But like, and I'm not voting for the fucking third party because that woman, <laughs> that woman's shady too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's fucking. I just, I don't understand. Hold on, where's where's our where's our main guy? Uh, uh, Shane brought him up a few year or a few months back. Oh, fucking uh, what what uh, Vermin Supreme? Vermin My man, where's Supreme, where is Vermin Supreme at? We need a boot man. We need a look, man. I'll vote for a guy who's got a boot on his fucking head. Hey, hey, it's a Rangalosh, you Whoa, idiot. Rangalosh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a fucking Rangalosh. <laughs> Our buddy Shane, you know, uh, co-host with me on the Heel Turn Collective podcast, available every single Tuesday. Um, 
he corrected me because I actually called it a boot as well, and it is a rain galosh. Rain galosh. I'm glad Shane has the the specifics on hatware and the uh, uh, presidential candidates. Well, I got to tell you, man. I mean, I'm going to pull up the stats right now, brother. Please. Vermin Supreme seems like the way to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least, um, at least he looks as crazy as his name is. Absolutely. So, um, he, uh, you know, he's a registered Republican, but now he leans toward an- anarchism. I mean, that's fun. Uh, he is, he's asserted that libertarians are just are just about abolishing the government and letting shit fall where it may. Hey, man. I can't blame you on that one. He also thinks that uh, everyone should have a toothbrush and there should be a toothbrush in every single home and that everybody should fight against gingivitis. I don't I mean, disagree with that at all. What the fuck? Absolutely, absolutely not. He also thinks that every human in America should own a mini horse. I mean... Fuck, I want a mini horse, you know? What the fuck? I can't eat it. I can't get anything out of it. What the fuck do I need a mini horse for? And he is really, um, he is running this year as well. Uh, well, he ran against Joe Jurgensen, who's the libertarian candidate. He lost. Big shock there. Um, <laughs> Big shock there. But Vermin Supreme's vice president, vice presidential candidate, Spike Cohen, is actually Joe Jurgensen's pick for vice president, which I think is fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> hilarious. But look, we need people like Vermin Supreme taking over this fucking country. You want a real political outsider? Get a guy that wears a fucking rain galosh on his head. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much more out. You see him. You see you know? him like he's the speaker of the house, and he's just like standing there with a fucking rain galosh on his head. What the fuck? There is no rain here, buddy. And my hair never gets wet, you know, so, but look, I mean, we could go on about this for ages and we're not going to though. You know, we're going to look, we've already talked about it for 20 well, fucking minutes. I think, you know, but- I think though, I think, um, your insight and, uh, your non-bias on the DNC and RNC was actually pretty good because like I said, I haven't watched one, uh, since 2008. And even then I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Did they all sound good? Yeah. Did I know what the fuck they were saying? Absolutely not. So, like, well, polit- politicians are famous for trying to use big words so that us poor people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, you know, they're talking about like, you know, well, I got to repeal Obamacare and shit. And I just, I don't know, man. I don't understand any of that. But I, like I said, I, I'm glad you broke it down in a way that you know us simple folk can actually enjoy. Because if you would have just started like, well, the the nuclear deal with Iran, I'd have been like, yep, nope, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, but you, the fuck you broke it down in a, the simplest terms, and I I, I don't, I hate, to, I hate to agree that you're probably right about Trump, but I, it just seems like the way the, the, the people that back Trump, back the police, and Trump's going to push for this you know, back to back to blue for his next four years. If, if that's going to be, that's going to be driven into the motherfucking ground, yep. dude. Back to blue. That's going to be the fucking slogan. And, and again, I don't want this to sound like I'm anti-police cause I'm not, I feel like, I feel like I can't be any more. I can feel like I can't be any more outward with that, but some reform is in order. I do believe some reform is in order. So, but look, we're not here to talk about politics. We're not here to talk about serious shit. We're here to goof off. And we, and like I said at the top of the show, we're going to kind of go back a little bit in the time machine. You know, I, I I guess if you're thinking about it in the in the big scope of things, uh, we probably should have covered this in an early episode. But fuck it, man. We fly by the seat of our pants here on Word Up or Bird Up. And here we are again doing it. Um, we thought it'd be cool to kind of talk... About how, you know, all this shit started, you know, how me and you had kind of come across each other, you know, a little backstory on us so you can get to know us a little bit better. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, me and Jordan have been friends for better than 10 years now. Um, We we met through playing music, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, so 
when I first started discovering that I was into kind of like heavy music, um, I, I thought it was cool that like, I remember I, I heard Azalea Dying's first record and I was like, okay, like this is cool. Like what the fuck, you know, you hear that double bass part and you're just like, this is fucking insane. Cause that's the first time I ever heard double bass and, and shit. And so, uh, I always thought like hardcore was kind of cool. I just never grew out of it. You know, uh, Emily always gives me shit. My wife, Emily always gives me shit. Cause she's like, grow out of that fucking hardcore stuff. Like, <laughs> not a fad, man. I just love it. You know? So, um, uh, but I remember playing a show. We were playing a house party, I think. And Marion some girls Taylor. go, yeah. 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 And, playing in the garage and i remember standing there and uh we had the merch set up and you know played a nice set there in the garage and i was standing there by the, like a fire pit and i fucking see this i see this man walking down the hill and i jordan i had seen you before i feel like i i feel like we played a show with you in punksy it's actually my dad's 50th birthday party that i missed to play that show uh <laughs> but we played a show with you guys yeah yeah so uh, we played a show with you in uh, Punxsutawney, and then I had seen you here, and I don't even know how we started talking. We just did. I remember you walking up and going, yo, some dude's dad just picked me up. Dude totally had a molestash. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, I didn't even know what to fucking say to that. And then uh, me and you just kind of started talking, and then from there, a friendship blossomed. What about your point of view? Sure. Where did you think? you know from that night on um so this is how i like how i can remember i remember coming down the hill and i was like you know embrace we always like to be on time so we are always an hour early for no fucking reason and i was like we'll show up to this fucking house like we'll probably be the only ones there already like whatever and you guys were there and uh, i'm not name dropping anybody that was with us but there happened to be a girl with us and I remember, you know, we all had our ears gauged out, you know, pretty big. And I remember it was uh, you, myself, and Shoeless standing around talking. And she just goes, I want to fuck you guys' ears. And then she walked away. And I remember looking, like, we all just kind of looked at each other like, what the fuck was that? Like, what <laughs> the fuck was that? Like, she came with us, and I was like, I'm leaving her in the fucking woods. Like, why? What? I don't even know you. Like, what? <laughs> I don't, can you give me some context? Like, you're fucking, you're not fucking my ears. Like, no. But um, I remember getting there, and then we were just, like, joking. Like, the whole fucking night, we were just joking. And we had played with you guys in Punxy. Um, to be matter of fact, I believe it was uh, STS's last show, and people were jumping off the window seals. Yeah, and the I mean that's all. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember we played with you guys, and we played like first or second, which was all right for me because that just meant I didn't have to fucking wait for everyone to get out of the way to move my shit. I could just move my shit and not have to worry about it. Um, and I remember I was like who the fuck is we the gathered? I had seen you guys' names on flyers and shit, but I was just like, I don't know who the fuck. I don't know. Not one person in that band. And they were like, do you remember Kyle from death to eternity? I was like, that fucking band from like Marion center. Like, yeah, well, that's his band. I was like, well, I know Kyle by like association, but I don't know Kyle at all. So like he was still like a face just, I knew, but I didn't know. Um, we played that show with you guys. And then we played that house show. And you, I remember, I, like, we were all talking, and I was like, yo, you guys got any demos or anything? Like, And you are like, yeah, they're free. And you guys had the wildest setup ever, because I remember you were like, here, just take this. And you just gave me a blank CD, and it said, We the Gathered on it. And I'm like, this doesn't even come with a sleeve? It didn't come with a case? And we just threw it right oh, in. Man. It was just a fucking bare ass cd that said we the gathered on it and i remember putting it in and we listened to it on the way back look at what what you said look yeah well i mean like look i i think that uh we're all about getting that free music out baby well you know we we're about getting that uh just getting them free fucking CDs out. Fuck sleeves, man. Dude. If you 
bought a, if you bought a CD past 2010, where the fuck you been, bro? Um, I just bought a brick of CDs from Bridge Nine two weeks ago. And, uh, did well, that doesn't fucking surprise me. Um, but I remember getting in the getting in the van or uh, our did we have a van that night? Because there was a lot of us in this car. Oh no, we had an Explorer, a Ford Explorer, and uh. I remember getting in there and we listened to from Marion Center to Punksy, which is like 45 minutes to an hour. We listened to the same four songs off of that demo, like the whole way. And I'm like, this fucking rules. And I want to say how we became like, we, we, we like bonded at that show, but there was two other shows. And the first show we were rolling dice during a band. Do you remember that? Standard business practice during local bands. Local I, always found we, I was always found something else to do. Yeah. Um, I just remember someone got like my ID and my watch that night. And I'm like, what the fuck? I showed up with a dice and ended up losing all of my shit. Um, there was that show. And uh, actually, I can remember the lineup and I'll tell you it right here. Embrace. Aces Arise. Artica, uh, Rivers of Isle, We the Gathered, and A Plague Upon Us all played. Why is that show so long? Jesus Christ. Thinking about that now, that was fucking stupid. But uh, while A Upon Us was playing, we were rolling dice. And I remember Dave goes, I'm going to call the... You know what, Lance? Fuck yourself. <laughs> continue but i remember dave a plague upon us was playing and we were rolling dice and he literally said over the mic while they're playing i'm gonna call the police because you're racketeering and uh we just picked the dice up and went outside after that but the well, that but again friendship became whole at the foxhole and i was talking about the clothesline from hell being the best finisher and you one up me, which is a big surprise because I didn't know you were an actual wrestling fan till this night. You showed me the Canadian Destroyer, and all hell has broken loose since a dingy shithole basement show in 2010 or 2011. I want to say it was 10. Our yeah. friendship is just built up to be. One of the wildest fucking shit shows on planet Earth, and it rules. Yeah, I feel you. We're we're just a shit show, and then obviously you went on tour with us. You went on tour with my band, and then uh, you know we've just been friends ever since. I mean, like, look, we live the rock star lifestyle, man. That's how we fucking did it all the time. Uh, a lot of memories shared, a lot of miles down the road shared together. You know, not just physically in a van, but for a lot of years, me and you just kind of went down the road. Uh, Christ, I've lived with you. I've slept in rooms where we were six inches apart before. If that, and, uh, if that, if you're, you're, you're saying six inches, like that's a lot of distance. I feel like it might've been three at best. Look, I know with six inches when I see it. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> College uh, boy. Which I think is average. I think it's average. Can, so <laughs> can we give, can we give, uh, the listeners, some context on you waterboarding me while I was sleeping. Well, I mean, like, for example, uh, we're driving down the road and Dukes was like sleeping in between the two captain's chairs and me and the guy driving the van were passing the water back and forth. And, uh, the water just kept dripping on Jordan's face. And eventually he goes, yo, you motherfuckers. Yo, you better stop fucking spilling water on my face. I'm getting all wet down here. <laughs> and yeah. you make it seem like it was a couple dribbles. Every time you handed water, at least like a half a cup was splashing on my fucking head. Get the fuck out of here. There's such an anyway, but, but yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of miles, a lot of things, you know, that we've went down the road and, and look, I mean, me and Jordan have been through it all together. You know, we've been through trial separations. Christ, it's like we're married. We've been through, trial separations and everything like that. We've always come out on the other end, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we're the fucking APA of this podcast shit. Fuck around and get clothesline. Look, that's the way it is. We are the Accolade Protection Agency. 
um, of the podcasting Lance, game. So Lance hit you with a clothesline from hell, and I hit you with a dominator, and then we drink and smoke afterwards. Lance is smoking, and, so, and I'm drinking Fago. Fuck around and find out. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we thought we'd give you like a little glimpse on how shit kind of started for us and things, but kind of keeping on that same theme though, my man of, of rock stars, you know, sad fucking day, oh, man. a sad day, bro. Um, it came out earlier this week. Uh, Riley Gale, the singer of power trip, man, dead at 34. Um, I've loved power trip to me is that fucking eighties thrash that I love. I love this fucking band. And it's a shame because, you know, I've listened to them more in the last couple of days and we'll talk about it more and we're spinning shit. But, um, I've listened to them more since I've heard of his passing than I had before. And I kind of feel bad about it, but I feel like everybody kind of does that. You get kind of reminiscent. You're like, God damn son. Like, could I have, could I have listened to it a little bit more? Could I have supported the band? Um, when you know he was around so it's just a sad it's a sad fucking thing i think the saddest thing for me jordan if we're just being straight up honest is the amount of love that is being shown to him from everybody in the community like to me man that's fucking wild like you don't in a day where it is cancel this and cancel that this guy's a fucking dickhead get him out of here blah 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 it's rare to see so many people coming out in support of a dude and here we are with with riley gale gale you know what i'm saying dude i think the the showing of love and the stories that i've read about him and like how people have like yeah i i I met him at a show. We talked for an hour and a half. Like, he's cool as fuck. And I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, like you were saying how people get canceled. Not one person has come out and was like, dude, this guy was a dickhead. Every single person that's actually posted something about him was like, this guy was one of the kindest people. Funny as hell. So genuine. Uh, he was generous. He was giving. He just, he gave a shit. And yeah. for a band that big you don't hear that often. Exactly. I think because I I don't mean to like shift on this, but like what sucks the most is he was 34. Yeah. And so that you're a couple, what are you 32? Yeah, I'm 32. I'll be 32 next month. Yeah. And I'm 30. And I'm like, this guy literally huge, biggest fucking thrash band fucking living doing huge things like he did that uh he a few months back he did a feature for body count like huge band i I, like his his influence is huge everyone loves power trip hell the fucking dude on fox news had a power trip shirt on and was talking about like we don't share the same views but like me and him talked on a regular basis like the guy from fucking fox news like yeah which actually begs a point. There actually begs a point. There was an interview where uh, Riley said, uh, "Just because we're five white dudes in a band doesn't mean that I want white dudes listening to our band and just being fucking rednecks." You know, and and the thing about it is, everything you've read about him and everything, you know, obviously I didn't know the guy at all, but uh, everything you've read about him, he was a straight shooter. Would just tell you fucking how it was, man. And so, like. For me, and in, in when you hear death at 34, there's only so many things that can come to your mind. It's none of our goddamn business how he died, to be completely honest. None of our goddamn business. But the speculation run rampant. It's either, you know, it's one or the other. I have a hard time believing somebody dies of natural causes at 34. I just have a hard time believing that. But um, when you hear uh, thing, you just start to wonder, and you're like, God damn, son, like maybe if COVID didn't hit, Maybe if, you know, things would have been a little bit different. It's just the way the ball rolls sometimes, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 34 is, like, it's, it, to me, I, it, there, I'm sure there's everybody, you know, as, as popular and as nice as this guy and the stories you hear, I'm sure there's shit circulating around, like, oh, COVID, overdose, any of this shit. But, like, Let's look at uh, the the just the number thirty four. Like I just turned thirty, and this guy looked pretty healthy. He he had a very successful thrash band. 
he's well known, he's well liked. Like, what the fuck? Like, Thirty four, so close. It's like, it makes you like think. Like, am I grateful what I have at my age right now? You know, and and if you're looking for a silver lining, if you're looking for the uh, proverbial blessing in disguise, um, that might be it. You know, ship up or shape or shape up or ship out. You know, that's the old saying. So it's like, man, 34, this guy could fucking die at 34. I mean, I'm ter- I'm in terrible shape right now. Yeah. I'm in terrible fucking shape, you know. So, I mean, like, it just makes you think a lot, you know. And uh, the, the thing about it is like, and I've kind of noticed this throughout the years. It, obviously, it's probably just human evolution or whatever. But you ever notice that like 34 now looks a y- lot younger than it did 25 years ago? Oh, yeah. Like people, when they're, I remember my dad being 34 and being like, wow, this guy's old as fuck. <laughs> and now, and now I'm like here and I'm like, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's not that bad, you know, like it's a, so it's just like, I feel like as we, you know, I know a lot of 47, 50 year old people that look like they're, 40 you know what i mean like so it's like it's just a different time we're living in right now like i don't know what it is but when you hear shit like this man it just rocks you to your core and uh i went ahead and i just you know i like i said am i the biggest power trip fan i mean i'm a big thrash guy so i love they have they almost have like a metallica sound about them yes it's kind of sick actually um that song executioner's tax Man, that fucking riff in the beginning of that song oh, is wild, man. Dude, that shit pops like, off. Did you like their music video? Because it, it fucking it just looks like a fucking wild, like, just looks like so much fun. Yeah, it just fucking looks like they're having a good time. And that gets lost a lot of times as your band kind of grows. Uh, you just get lost and you stop learning how to have fun and things. And, and that's no and that's no good. So big R.I.P. to Riley Gale, man. He's, uh, he's going to be for sure. Yeah, for for real, man. Like, uh, if I was Power Trip, I'd be like, you know what, we're done. Yeah, like I don't. No one want to fucking place this guy. Fuck no. So, uh, big R.I.P. to him. But uh, Jordan, let's kind of shift, man. You said you wanted, you had something you wanted to talk about. Let's uh, let's get that on the floor, man, and let's get the hell out of here. All so, right. oh. so bring it up, my man. Bring it up. So bring the heat for me. So my my fucking uh, topic this week is like just having common courtesy like i am a i would i hate to say it but like if you see me i'm a very intimidating person but if i say good morning to every single person and i'm lucky to get 35 to 40 percent of those people to say it back like what the fuck i don't know what you got going on in anybody's life when i say this like if you're if you're a woman and let's say you know you're being abused at home and I'm the first person you see a good morning is like a refreshing thing in what I what I think um I think yeah. that I think that like if I'm the first person you see in the morning at four o'clock in the morning at work and I hit you good morning good morning good morning how you doing that lightens like wow he doesn't have to fucking say anything to me. Like, he doesn't have to say shit. How you doing, money? How you doing? Good morning. Boom. That's it. I'm not not fucking asking your details, your life, or anything. But, like, some people may live alone. Let's say someone's older that comes into work. Maybe they don't have family. Maybe the family they had either passed away or moved away. COVID's going crazy right now, so they can't see their family. So, like, if I'm that first line of communication in the morning and I hit you with a good morning, it's, like, I'm not begging you to say it back, but I feel like it's just common courtesy to at least acknowledge, like, yeah, I fucking don't want to be here either, but, like, good morning. How you doing? Like, Yeah. Actually, we just talked, me and Shane just talked about that with Vinny, uh, who's the manager of the, uh, you know, the coffee shop that, that supports the show, you know, and we talked about it. We talked about it at length, man. That is a lost art, bro. The lost art of like making people feel like they are part of what you're doing. Now, with that being said, with that being said, I think it's very important to put this disclaimer on here. Okay. Very important to put this disclaimer here. I think everybody... I'm I, So I think that everybody, 
you got to put on a brave face sometimes. Nobody wants to wake up and go to fucking work. It's just a natural thing. And if you say you like what you do, bravo, because you're one of the 1% probably. Okay? <laughs> Nobody likes what they fucking do. I don't wake up every day and go, man, I'm ready to attack the day. I don't, because I feel like I work for Neanderthals. But, like, but that's every job. You know, not, not you know, it's 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 every job. You know, but I just don't particularly. But you know what? I just, I do the best I can, and I put a fucking smile on my face, and I'm a nihilist by definition, brother. I don't like people. I don't like talking to people. I don't like interacting with people. I would just much rather be my myself, hence why I deleted my Facebook, because I cannot stand that shit anymore. But you're right. A simple gesture. Hey, and Vinny talked to us at length, you know, on that episode. He talked to us about, like, he's in the hospitality business. He wants people to feel like they're part of what they're doing, man. It's an experience. And so many people get lost on that because people will tell you, well, you know, service jobs are shitty. Service jobs aren't, you know, those aren't real careers. Like, fuck you, bro. Like, now you've created this culture where, like, people are like, well, I don't want to fucking go to work. It sucks. You're right. If the people around you suck and your managers suck and what you do you don't particularly like, you're going to have a negative mental attitude towards it. You just are. That's just fucking human physics, man. But if you just try, trust me, a smile and a hey, how you doing goes a long goddamn way. It goes a long fucking way, bro. And it's kind of like, it's kind of goes hand in hand when whenever people tell me, I don't call anybody sir. I don't care how fucking old you are. I, don't just, I just don't call you sir. I just call me disrespectful, call me whatever. Everybody's bruh, bro, dude, everybody, my man, my friend, you know, that's, I don't like the word, I don't like sir because there's a connotation with it that I hate because it makes it feel like somebody's like above you, you know, and that's not what this is about, man. And some people will argue with me, well, it's a respect thing. Oh, it might be, but you know, it's just not for me, man. So I'm not, I'm never going to call you, sir, but you know, a friendly, you know, right now with COVID going on, I give him the friendly elbow, you know, no more shaking hands. And then, uh, you know, but, but I completely understand what you're saying though. That goes a long fucking way, bro. Yeah. I just like in my head, I'm like, you know, I don't even, you know, I don't have to say it to anybody. Like I, I work nights for a reason to be away from people, but I still see the first shift when they come in and I guarantee you, if I just stop saying it, they'd be like, man, there's something wrong with that guy. Now he says, good morning every day for three months. He will. Does he not like me? Does he not care? It's not that I don't care or I do care, but it's like a simple gesture. You could woke up late as fuck. You could have woke up mad as hell. You could be, like I said before, you could, let's say you, you get abused, male, female, he, she, it, they, there, um, anything. If your first person you see says good morning to you, it could literally change the outlook on the entire fucking day. And it's not even like I'm hating you with like a morning. Like, cause right there I'm wasting your time and I'm wasting my time. Cause I don't even really want to say it. I'm just, I'm just mutter, muttering something to be like, let me show them like I care, but I barely care because I couldn't even say good. Like, I just think it's so fucking important for little things like that. Like, well, let me just let me just let me just tell you this, okay? I am I'm not a very friendly person. You know, people that talk to me say, you know, they beg to differ. But me personally, I just know that I'm not a friendly person. Here's why. Um, uh, well, I mean, I am a friendly person to an extent. I'll tell you, Hey, how you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. But then I'd be quiet for like 10 minutes and people think that I'm like pissed or whatever. No, I just want to shut the fuck up because I'm always talking, you know, I'm always trying to interact with people. And it's weird because I have this weird dichotomy. I, I work for people. Like, like I work with people. Like I work with the general public. I just hate, I hate people's outlooks. I hate people that their dick has been in the room for for an hour already. Like, I hate that. Like, I just, I don't understand it, man. I don't understand. And when we've been through it on the show before, you know, entitled people and things like that, um, you know, beating it to death. But I think that 
I'm just not a big people person. I think that everybody has ill intentions and that's kind of the, the nihilist coming out of me. You know, I think everybody's got bad intentions because everybody thinks of numero uno, buddy. And uh, I just think that that's fucking half the problem. What's wrong with this country is people just think of me, 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 me. What do I get out of it? What do I get? Fuck you, man. This isn't about you. I'm not even a black dude, and I know the struggle. I don't know the struggle, but I I stand with these motherfuckers because I see what's happening. I see what's happening, and I don't fucking like it, man. So, you know, God forbid I stand up for people wanting them to have equal fucking rights, you know? Because it paints me as fucking the devil, you know? But I'll let you finish your thought, my man. Um, As you were saying how you like to just, you'll say, hey, how you doing? And then for 10 10 minutes, you're just quiet. It's like Pulp Fiction. Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm silence. It's sometimes silence is the best fucking answer. Sometimes I think you really don't have to say anything. You make that initial conversation. After that, if we don't have anything in interest, I'm not going to fucking pull something out of my ass to keep the conversation going. But that's what I'm saying. Say good morning. I'll say, hey, how you doing, money? Just like uh, you were saying how uh, you call everyone dude, bro, bruh, even though I fucking hate bruh. Um, Bruh. But if I don't know your name and I got to be like, get you somehow, yo, money, what it is? Where you Yo, money. Some people like, what? Did I drop money? Well, I got your fucking attention because now you're looking around like a fucking fool. So like, but like. When I was younger, ma'am and sir was very important. Like you were saying how it's like a respect thing. But the older I got, the more I realized no one deserves that fucking title at all. No. Um, no, fuck. So. There's, a, there's, there's a couple um, older ladies I see at work from time to time. And I'll say, you know, yes, ma'am. Because they're like in their 70s and just in, you know, my fucking idea from time to time. I'll say, yes, ma'am. But there's no guys that get sir out of me. Fuck that. You ain't yeah, above me. That. I don't care if you are above me in a corporate level or something. You ain't getting sir out of me for shit. For you're real. Lucky, you're lucky. You know, you motherfuckers treat us terrible. You're lucky you get good morning out of me. So you ain't getting no motherfucking sir. No way. You gobbling yeah. fucking bitch. Nope. Um, Jesus <laughs> I'll work go. motherfucker right in their face. I don't give a fuck. Um, but... I, you know, back to the topic, good mornings are just, I, I, I feel like they're just essential. You need them, yeah. even though you don't think you need them. It just yeah. shows a little bit of appreciation on, you could have a good morning or you could have a bad morning and you see someone that doesn't know whatever morning you've had and they hit you with a good morning and you're like, damn, that person didn't have to say it. Like, good morning. And most people like, They'll give you a good morning or they just don't say anything and in your head. You're like, well, fuck you too, man. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I'll, I'll, exactly. I'll say that good morning for somebody else. But like next time it's just like, I'll still hit them with it or I'll say it louder because I'm going to be an asshole and you're going to know it. You, you, you gave me the cold shoulder the last time I said good morning. So I'm going to say it loud as fuck and make you be like, is he screaming at me? Yes, I am. So you just said that you at a normal level next time you fuck. Yeah, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I you know I'm screaming good morning. Did you have your morning fuck. roast, you fuck? <laughs> Here's your morning roast ass one, yeah. you know. But hey man, I mean like you're right. Manners are essential here on Word Up or Bird Up, so make sure not only use the hashtag join the flock, also use the hashtag use your fucking manners. Use your fucking manners. I mean, that's something that, that goes without saying. But unfortunately, too many fucking people um, need that public service announcement. So congratulations on that. But uh, but yeah, my man, I mean, it's time. I mean, it's, it's, it's that time again, Jordan, where we come to the end here and we just talk about the shit that we've been spinning for the week. And I got to say, man, I got to say, I've been listening to Power Trip. Uh, that Executioner's Tax song, I, I said it already, man, but that song is fucking wild. It's it's just I don't I don't understand. Um, they're very thrashy. If if you like thrash metal, please check out fucking Power Trip. Please, you're killing me. The record, the record name, 
is uh fuck it's nightmare logic that's what it's called yes. nightmare logic came out on southern lord records man it, and it's a fucking banger man it really is you know so i suggest everyone you know check that out um you know there, there's a lot of good songs i mean i i i say that you know executioner's tax but also man i mean you got firing squad hell of a song waiting around to die ruination if not us, then who? I mean, just this whole fucking record. And it's got that throwback feel to it because there's only eight fucking songs on it. That's like straight up Metallica shit, man. You listen to the first four records, there was only eight songs on each one. But uh, I uh, look, I'm a big fan of Power Trip. I'm a big fat fan of Thrash. Uh, another record or another artist I've been spinning a lot fucking lately, and I don't know why, is uh, Ice Cube for one. Cube was hard as fuck. Uh, before he got into the whole, you know, babysitting movie genre, uh, he was hard as fuck. You know, it's kind of like the transition that Eddie Murphy made, uh, when he was, when he came out with the stand up raw, it was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's on the preface of being, you know, the next Richard Pryor or whatever. And then he puts out fucking, uh, pop CD and then he's doing daddy daycare 20 years later. So, <laughs> um, but cube is hard as fuck. I've been listening to, uh, just, I mean, it was a good day. Come on now. That's, you know, and no Vaseline. Those are hit songs. Fuck dying featuring corn. I think that is a, is a really good song. And our buddies in face wreck actually just covered, uh, what song did they natural just cover? Born killers. Oh, natural born killers. Yeah, you're right. That's ice cube and Dr. Dre. That song's hard as fuck as well. Hard as nails, as they say in the hardcore scene, Jordan, what's, what's some shit you've been spinning? So you're, you're, I'm, I'm going to take you back some. Um, oh, I've been listening to Bury Your Dead. Oh shit! Which record? Cover your tracks. It's got to be Cover Your. Tracks. I mean, come on now. If you're Everything the breakdown was good, but Cover Your Tracks is their best record. Yes, yes. Um, Evergreen Terrace. Wow. Yeah. You know they are an underrated band for me. Um, that record they have Almost Home, I think is really good. I think that record's really good. Um, who else? Wolf Biker, man. Do you ever heard that Wolf song by everybody? Biker, holy fuck. I remember when that came out. God damn. That song's I, sick. I, I just think that band, Evergreen Terrace, is one of those bands where people are just like, like, they're cool, but it's like, dude, you have no idea how dope this fucking band is. You're just, you're, I, I feel like they're not like a hype band. Everyone gets caught up on the like, what's hype right now? And Evergreen Terrace at one point was that, but. I'm still listening to Evergreen Terrace in 2020. So, like, the hype never really died for me. They just, I don't know. Funny Evergreen Terrace story. Funny, funny Evergreen Terrace story. I remember in 2008, uh, there was a show at Mr. Small's. It was, it was the, the one of the first show that I can remember that I wanted to see every fucking band on the show. And it was Evergreen Terrace, Misery Signals, August Burns Red, and LA Dying. Damn. And right after this portion, my friends, this is what we call having a quote-unquote technical difficulty. For some reason, the audio cuts off, but I'm just going to fill you in on, on what happened for the rest of the episode. We went on about 10 more minutes. Jordan, of course, talked about a band I've never heard of called Horsehead Nebula. Now, if you've never checked out Horsehead Nebula, which I assume 90% of you haven't, probably a higher number than that. Horsehead Nebula is a band from Japan, but I called him out on it. I said Horsehead Nebula is also a small dark nebula in the constellation Orion. I also went on to say that the dark cloud of dust and gas is a reason in the o Orion molecular cloud complex. I can't even say it. Where star formation is taking place is located in the constellation of Orion, which is prominent in the winter evening sky in the northern hemisphere and the summer evening sky in the southern hemisphere. Now, as I go through all of that and anyone that knows Jordan Deuce, you know, come on, man, no band is that cool to have a name like that named after a constellation or something like that. Look, here at Word Up or Bird Up, we pride ourselves on being very, you know, articulate, intelligent people. Here, in this case, not so much. Uh, we come off as just a bunch of hobos. So, um, look, I apologize for the technical difficulties we sometimes go through, but that's what we have to deal with when we're dealing with people like Jordan Dukes and him having a McDonald's Wi-Fi connection. So, uh, 
yeah, so I just wanted to kind of shout out uh, Hold Fast Coffee Company, holdfastcoffeeco.com. Use that promo code HEELTURN20 to get 20% off your order. Also, check out the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Check out Word Up or Burn Up anywhere where you get your podcasts and rate us. Let us know what you think of the show and make sure you're using the hashtag join the flock. Let us know that you are just enjoying everything that we're doing with us. We apologize for missing last week, but we will be back next week in full force. I am Lance. Of course, he is Jordan Dukes. Until next week, we'll see you then.